Welcome to Chung Chat. This is a forum where you can talk about anything and ask anything you want when it comes to your sexual health, your hormones, your skin, and how they all affect each other. Dr. Jessie Chung is a licensed dermatologist, so she is an expert on how all of these things intertwine. Now, here is Dr. Jessie Chung. Welcome to Chung Chat. I'm your host, Dr. Jesse Chung. I have with me today, Tina and Tamara. Today, we're talking about getting your body ready for the dating world or a marital bed. Basically, the message is don't give up. There are solutions. So today, to, to the right is Miss Tina, one of our special clients. And we Thank have her having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for joining. And we have Tamara. Um, well, in the end, she's our director of business operations. So, ladies, no. <laughs> what is our current relationship status and how do we feel about that? Tina, let me start with you. Currently, uh, my status is um, I'm dating. So I've been dating the same person for about a year now. Um, so that's been a little bit um, interesting being 47 and uh, getting back out there into the dating world again. So okay. uh, exciting and interesting at the same time. And Ms. Tamara, what's our current status? Well, I guess I'm just dating, dating around mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple of regulars we see sometimes but we're not sure we're ready to commit so. exactly exactly okay. so keeping my options open so you've been divorced for a while now I have I've been divorced for nine years oh wow okay mm-hmm. and how is life you know different now in terms of how where we have to be of our bodies and you know with our husbands like things are you know kind of easy because we're already married some people kind of give up sometimes on taking care of themselves as much the pressure's on we're dating right you know, it's interesting because I didn't, I never thought I really gave up during, mar- like when I was married, but I certainly wasn't as detail oriented uh-huh. <laughs> when I was married as I am now. There's certain things that you just didn't, I didn't even really think about, you know, waxing, shaving, um, you know, now I'm just conscious about everything. Every little detail because like who's looking, what are they going to think, right? Exactly. I agree. I agree. Definitely um, getting back out there and, you know, being with my age, uh, 47, it doesn't bother me. However, um, seeing what's out there, you know, there's some competition for sure. So mm-hmm. you kind of do feel a little bit of pressure to uh, make sure that your body image, yeah. you know, is everything uh, that that you want it to be. And that makes you feel confident, too. So, Well, and I think, too... Um, I know I've, I've dated some younger men. Um, so, and it's okay today. I don't know. Maybe back in the day, it didn't seem like it was a thing. It seemed like men always dated younger women, but I don't think it was really public that women dated a lot of younger we men. You weren't the cougars out there. Yeah. The right. Day, yeah. Right? So now we're labeled as these cougars. Look at right? J-Lo. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> How much younger is A-Rod? <laughs> I think it was like what, Demi Moore, who kind of was the first one oh, yeah. to date Ashton. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes. yeah, and then when you, you know, I, I've dated a 30-year-old before and then think, oh, gosh, I mean, there's a big difference between 30 and 46. Maturity life. Yeah. Yeah. So That's- really being a little bit more self-conscious about how your bits and pieces look. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Down there, up there, everywhere, right? Because yeah. Because that's a huge gap in, in age and, and in the aging process. So things aren't looking the same at 46 as they did at 30. And it was definitely something that I did not think about until recently within the last year or so, you know, when I noticed my body changing and, you know, mm-hmm. was that, you know, it's definitely uh, things same. could be routine, could use a little right? facelift, you know, <laughs> but I will say this, if I were to date myself, like look at me throughout the years, uh-huh. I would rather date a 46 year old Tamara, even with, you know, an aging vagina <laughs> um, Absolutely. versus a 30 year old who didn't really, I no. wasn't as confident with my body. Like mm-hmm. I'm so confident with who I am and what I want. And I'm not afraid to ask for what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sexually I perform better than I probably did. You know what you're doing. I guess you look and you think, I mean, I had three kids by the time I was, 31 so I was saying do what I was doing but I didn't really know sure (laughs) right and I think that's why men maybe like the cougars right because it's like they they like women who are confident who know what they want in bed and aren't like oh my god don't touch me oh my god like you know can't have sex because like it's so bad right so right right absolutely absolutely I think you know just in day-to-day decisions and you know we we know what we want um and I think that is appealing actually to to uh, men when they when men know what they want right yeah, so yeah. much more uninhibited 
Yes. Than we were. It's true. You know, during the, the past couple episodes, we've had some guys on and we've asked them, you know, what turns you on? What gets you guys going? And they say, a girl, a woman who knows what they want. Like they're happy to have us take the lead sometimes and show them in bed or just dating, you know, like what we want because we know and makes them kind of turned on. It's interesting because we don't really think of it that way, right? We think like men, they're opening the doors for us and like in charge. But no, I think in, in the bedroom, they kind of want someone who knows what they're doing. Absolutely. Maybe takes the lead sometimes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, do you think, I mean, what's the age group that, that, well, what's your partner's age right now? What age group is he in? Uh, 45. So okay. a couple of years younger. About the same. Age is just a number. Yes. Okay. <laughs> do you think, you know, have you dated like 30 year olds or like people who are 10 to 15 years younger? Are they very different? Um, I have noticed that okay. um, when I did start dating, you know, I'd gone out on, you know, several dates and uh, there is a, definitely a difference between the 30-year-old versus the 40-year-old mm-hmm. um, and so on, you know, definitely at a maturity level. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also that's what prompted me to, you know, really kind of take a look at my body image and uh, was I really happy with that and notice things were changing mm-hmm. um, that I hadn't noticed before. So that's kind of what prompted me to kind of start looking into sorts of treatments for that. Huh. And you, Tamara, have we gone? we dated 10 to 15, 20 years younger, maybe? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, you're like a 26-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and how is that? I mean, you know. So I, I have to admit, so I used to think, you know, I, you know, when they're so much younger, like, with either maturity level, I don't have time to, like, train you in and outside mm-hmm. the bedroom, right? right? And that's right. really what I was believing. Mm-hmm. But I think in today's age and, and as much information is out there, I think people are progressed in, in sexual health, maybe a little bit the more aware of it. Yeah. More aware yeah, quicker. There's the so, internet. They look up, they Google, you know, whatever question they have. Is it normal to have a penis that does this or? Right. Yeah. So I think sexually, you know, pretty, pretty okay. <laughs> but <laughs> maturity outside, definitely lacking, especially if they've never had children. And, you know, people like to say, oh, age is just a number, but it's really not. It's about life experience, right? Not to say that there's not some 46-year-old men out there who are very immature, 46-year-old women out there that who are very immature. I'm not saying that, but I think there's a lot to to, to be said for life experience. And so, you know, it's hard to date someone who hasn't been through or can relate to a lot of the things that, you know, I really, I go through on a daily basis, you know, so... when you're getting ready to go on a date with a younger person, are you going, what's going through your mind? Oh my God, are they going to look at like my breast or like my vagina like a little differently because it's maybe not as fresh or, you know. Tight or tight. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, okay. yeah, you're, how you groom, uh, yeah, everything, right? You just mm-hmm. groom, dress, you know, and yeah, everything. Dress with, you yeah. know, it's funny because we've asked the younger guys and they're not even paying attention to that. I mean, they're just excited to have a body there, I feel. You know what I mean? Like, right? But we kind of hear that from Absolutely. some of our male patients. It's not going through their mind. What is she wearing? How is her body here? Are they just like, oh my God, I have a chicken in front of me. Let's go. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because they say that, but, um, I've done a lot of online dating and a lot of the first questions that some of these guys ask are, oh, so just curious, do you shave down there or, you know? I mean, and I'll say like eight out of 10 guys will ask me that. Do you think they're just trying to get, make some conversation to make you think about sex and get you in the mood? Cause like in their brain, that's what they're, you know, cause like, do they really care if we have hair down there? I mean, what do we think? I don't, do you? Oh, oh yeah. There's some men out there who definitely care. Isn't that interesting? Like <laughs> it's our bodies, you know, but right. Okay. I, are you can ask your partner to shave it down. Cause we don't want, you know, a little. Well, I mean, actions. I don't know. I, I didn't really want a full bush. Yeah. I, yeah, that's. I want that's you to keep your playground a little trim as well, right? A little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I don't know. Like for me, it's whatever. But I think, yeah, it's probably one that's a little bit more groomed down there. Hmm. And so, the young guys are taking care of themselves down there. The more groomed versus some of the older men we've dated. Definitely, I do. I Interesting. Think so. mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably true. I, I mean, I've dated all different ages and I don't know if I can say like, you know, generational wise, millennials versus, you know, baby boomers versus Gen X, Y, Z. But I think different men have different um, opinions and tastes on it too, right? So mm-hmm. I've had some men who prefer it completely bald. Some just want it, you know, just trimmed and neat. Some want the full 70s retro bush. Yeah, absolutely. So they all have different 
<laughs> do you think it's a cultural thing, an ethnic thing? Is it, you know, an American versus like a European? Europeans, you don't shave much, I hear, right? So it's interesting. I don't know. I guess maybe I should make a list and, <laughs> and, and find out. Well, yeah. Who said what? Yeah. I think I found that the uh, older generation mm-hmm. uh, maybe prefers the 70s style. Yeah, right. more so, more so what, than because that's what they had in their Playboy or Penthouse magazines. Yes. Those were their, the models in the seventies. They had the full bush, and then I think as the eighties, nineties, the waxing, the Brazilians, people were bare. I mean, in my mind when I see a bare, you know, gen, female like, genital area, it just looks odd to me because it's like little kids. I agree. I have right? to have some sort of little landing strip or something on there because <laughs> I do. I feel you it's know like, I'm a woman, right. so and it's right. not natural to not have any hair down there. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I used to do a lot of laser hair removal in that area for, for patients. And I would ask them, are you sure you want a bear? Because it's really weird when you see a 70-year-old, 80-year-old woman with nothing down there because the skin's all kind of wrinkly and crinkly. And right. that just look a little odd. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, interesting. You know, now I'll see some women who come in a little tuft in that area. It's like gray and white, little scragglers. And <laughs> like, it's so interesting. So, I mean, not to be mean, but like, you know, it does, right. it does look interesting sometimes yes. so you know because laser hair removal can be pretty permanent and people are going to transplant their hair in that area it's like what are you going to do maybe that's, that's a, that new, uh, a new a new division right? for us yeah <laughs> the first hair time restoration. I hair restoration. and then like porn stars too, I mean, do we do we are we like fighting with the ideal in these men's minds with like what porn stars look like i mean are nowadays porn they don't have any hair at all down there i'm pretty sure right like i don't know 70s porn 80s porn a big bush but 2000s Bear. I don't think so. I think right. bear. Yeah, bear. And, yeah. Is, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to live up to, you know, the porn star expectation. I mean, you know, how does that, deal, how does that make us feel for confidence? Well, I think we're trying to live up to, to every expectation, Absolutely. right? I mean, look at every magazine. Face, the magazines. Face, everything. Body. But, yeah. You know, I mean, look at, well, we just said J-Lo. I mean, look at women who. She looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she looks amazing. We want yes. to be her. Yeah. yeah, we do. I mean, just mm-hmm. the, the what do they say the 50s is the new 30s or whatever yes. I mean yeah yeah well that's true you know it's interesting a, a recent survey in Glamour magazine showed that 97% of young girls surveyed are critical of their bodies and have an average of like 13 negative body thoughts per day wow. by the age of college over half of these young women are already suffering from an eating disorder I mean so it's kind of you know first you know porn sex but then just even just in regular magazines it's like are we holding women up to this ideal of that's probably really hard to attain unless we starve ourselves or you know do like cosmetic you know surgical things it's right. sort of you know it's it's sort of sad but that's the way of the world at this point in time you know are we advertising our, our fitness for for evolution and reproduction in a way with these big inflated lips and you know big boobs and things like that and i do i think the treatments are being sought out by younger and younger females you know mm-hmm. starting at a younger age than definitely before you know um, 10 years ago when I started right. doing treatments, mm-hmm. you know, so. That's true. I really never thought about that, but it definitely, yeah. younger and younger. We're having 20-year-olds coming in now for bigger lips, even people in their teens who want that kind of bigger Kylie Jenner lip or, you know, it's just, it's, I don't think they're good or bad. It's just interesting to see how, how it's so young nowadays, right? You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, even plastic surgery too yes. is, is very common in younger teenage girls, Oh, yeah. Breast augmentation, mm-hmm. nose jobs. And so we're going to talk about how, you know, our genital self-image affects our sex lives. You know, the people who are more confident with their genitalia tend to have a more positive body image and less stress about their sexual performance. You know, so thanks for listening. We're going to come right back and we will have, we'll talk about our vaginas when we return. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. 
That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best-kept secrets and more on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. Sexy is back, and we've got it going on all the time here on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now, back to Chung Chat. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Chung Chat here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. I'm your host, Dr. Jesse Chung. Today's show, we're talking about sending your JJ on a vacay. We're talking about our vaginas, getting them refreshed, restored, rejuvenated. We have two guests here today. We have Ms. Tamara, who's my director of operations in my office. And we have Sarah, who just loves to talk about all these fun things and share a little bit of her, her status and how it impacts her marriage and relationships. It's like always, if you want to see what's happening here in the studio, we're streaming live on Facebook. Facebook at Dr. Jesse Chung. The question is, why do we care about our vaginas? Like, when's the last time your doctor asked you about your sex life? That's the question, you know, we ask our patients. It's like, you know what? Never. <laughs> so it's funny because you know, your patients or your friends, you know, we're sitting like drinking at dinner and stuff. And when we laugh about, you know, peeing when we sneeze and stuff like that. But do people really talk about this in the real world? Do they share with their girlfriends? Oh, gee, like I you know, life isn't the same because, yeah, my vagina, my lower, my pelvic floor is not as strong as it used to be. We want to bring vaginal health out of the dark. You know, it goes through a lot. We have our monthly cycles. We have babies. We have sex. The vagina takes a lot of, you know, it takes a lot. It takes a, it's, it lives a whole life. And so in the office, we do something called vaginal rejuvenation. What exactly does that mean? What, is, what does it mean in your brain to have vaginal rejuvenation or what should it be? Well, for me, you don't want me to answer that question because I I sold a vaginal rejuvenation device in the past, so I know exactly what it is. So, Sarah, Mm -hmm. what would it mean to you if you were just to hear vaginal rejuvenation? I mean, it just, to me, vaginal rejuvenation just sounds like a unicorn sprinkling, (laughs) you know, glitter (laughs) on your magic dust on your vagina. Um, But just you know, from reading about vaginal rejuvenation, like I know there's so many different things that you can have done, you know, to your vagina, whether it be, you know, lasers or um, actual like plastic surgery. Um, I've never had any of it done just because um, there's so many other things that are happening down in that lower region. Mm-hmm. Um, but goal-wise, what do you goal think wise, a vagina should be like? <laughs> what would make it happy? Make I, what it happy? would make my vagina happy? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, Future-wise, for my own personal vagina, mm-hmm. um, you know, I would like to get, I think it's called labiaplasty. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yes. Um, and I've never really talked to my um, gynecologist about it because every time, you know, I go in to see her, I have like a list of other things to talk about. Sure. And I'm never like, hey, you know, is this what a... a cosmetic appearance. Right. Is, is this what a 40-year-old vagina or a 40-year-old labia is supposed to look like after you have two kids? Like, is it supposed to change colors? Like, is this what it's supposed to look like? Is it supposed to be just a little, you know... Um, Less crinkly, more, more plump looking? Right. Is it supposed to know? be more plump than, you know, <laughs> but it's really, it gets put on the back burner every time mm-hmm. I go, you know, once a year because I just have a list of other things to talk about. So sad. And But I, I honestly forget about it. And then, you know, it's not like I'm, you know, down there with a mirror all the time mm-hmm. or, you know, my husband... Um, is not calling me out. He's like, not. he doesn't tell me like, Sarah, your labia is enormous or, you know, it's kind of dark. And it really doesn't. But to so, me, it's not the same as what it, it used to look like. So I would... Appearance-wise. What appearance-wise. Right. Functional-wise. You're happy with it? I'm happy with my labia, I guess. I don't know what it, it's used for in all honesty. Interior-wise, sensitivity, lubrication, pee issues, all that. Um, no, like lubrication-wise... I am. You're fine. Not fine. Oh, okay. Um, oh, and well, that's, that's I know a huge deal. it is a huge deal. Yeah. 
Um, it's not fun to have to spread out lube and like all those things. Like you lose sort of the moment when you're like, what's, where's the lube? Where's the lube? Right. For sure. And then at some point, depending on how old you are and how many issues you are having with a lubrication, mm-hmm. lubrication lube doesn't even really work. It doesn't. It's just it gross to be natural and disgusting. Right. And like who wants lube all over their sheets? And, and you well, start to dread sex because it's painful for you. And then your mm-hmm. husband thinks you don't like him, but no, it's because sex is painful. So it's like a vicious cycle because yeah. then he gets moody and crabby and irritable and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so lubrication is not good. Do you have any pee issues after having um, two kids? I do, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I didn't really notice that until, you know, this past year. I'm like, oh All my God, am I sudden. sweating or did I pee my pants? Oh, no. So, okay. yeah. Well, that's bad. It is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then sex-wise, isn't harder to like have good sex because like, you know, you don't feel as much as it's sensitive, do you? Think or I mean lubrication plays a role too, but you know when you do get aroused, is it working or can it's, orgasm or it's like eh? I can I can orgasm not as much as I used to. Okay, um, you know it's not that I think the my drive isn't there as much. Mm. Um, you know I have a husband who wants it all the time. Would love to have right. sex all the time, mm. um, but my my drive isn't there, and so. Mm. You know I definitely need to. So we have a lot of things to. Work I have a lot on. of yes. I have a yeah. A barrage of issues. You your JJ needs a vacay. It, it does. <laughs> My JJ definitely needs a major vacay. I mean, but so like, I mean, your vagina is part of your life, though. So you mm-hmm. ignore it for so long. I mean, that's not a good thing. You have to take care of yourself. So, you know. I think this goes back to the point of why isn't our physician or doctors asking us these right. questions. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like you said, you go in with a whole barrage of, of a list of things to talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. But this is a really important part of your life. Yeah. Your self-confidence, your relationship, that intimacy with your husband. I yeah. mean, you know, who cares? I mean, yeah, pap smear, but you know, I mean, we got to get that right. done like 30 seconds to get a pap smear done, but like, let's talk about the bigger issues. And, and again, too, not only with our physicians, but uh, why aren't women talking about it more? Why wasn't or haven't our parents or mothers right. talked to us about this? Why mm-hmm. haven't our girlfriends talked about it? It's probably like 10 years ago I discovered I incontinence is, is more my issue. that, And I realized this after um, or during when my son would play football and when I would get really excited, not when I sneezed or coughed, but if he scored a touchdown and I got so excited, oh inevitably and I would wet my pants. Oh no. So it kind of was like a joke with the family. Like if Joey like you know, scored, yeah. they all look at me like, did you get, you have to change pants? Did that's you so sad for it to be like a joke, you know? I mean, well, yeah, but no. what are we going to do? You got to laugh about it. Right. So I finally did go to my OB guy okay. and they were like, okay, well you can either go on medication or you can have surgery. Mm-hmm. You're 34 like, years old. That's like, my life. Those are not options. Right. right. So then you just deal with it. Mm-hmm. But then when you get divorced and you're single, uh-huh. then it becomes a really big issue. And then by then, 10 years later, it's when you cough or sneeze or, mm-hmm. you know, or just like you said, am I sweating? Am I wetting my pants? <laughs> no idea what's going on. Uh-huh. Then it really becomes an issue because if you're at a bar or you're on a date, you're like, oh, God. Please don't, don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. Yeah, my poise pads. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely wearing the poise pads. And then mm-hmm. you don't feel fresh down there. Mm-hmm. So ugh, it just complicates and just you feel yucky. Right. 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 And I always said, too, um, I would spend money on my Botox, my fillers and, and things mm-hmm. to make me feel look, looking beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. But the second you sneeze and you have urine dribbling down your leg, how beautiful really are you? Right, right. You know, so, yeah. So, so what what solutions did you seek out, Ms. Tamara? Well, I really didn't until I got a job working for Thermi, and I I was one of the first teams to really launch Thermiva, which Mm -hmm. was a vaginal rejuvenation device. And Mm -hmm. words like incontinence, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, 90-year-olds who are in diapers. They have incontinence. Like, Uh, no, 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 no. Women who cough or sneeze and have a little bit of urine. And you're like, whoa, that's me. Like, you don't really think about it because they're just part of life after a kid. But Right. So when I was interviewing for this job, I was at my nail salon, and I started talking to some of the girls, and they were like, wait what you can do what can treat that yeah oh, right. so then we started talking about and again with the whole incontinence and mm-hmm. they were like well yeah I have that and well why why have we never talked about this before right, right. In here right it's like it's not just all about sex no this is like our functionality you right. know this is and like it's a pee in the 20 <laughs> minute solution in the office mm-hmm. right you go a couple like three times mm-hmm. once a month and not that scary to do, no, you know, yeah. you know, and so, yeah, there is a solution out there, which I didn't know about. So, and then, so I did, I did, I had the treatment and 
what a game changer for me. Okay, yeah. So like good results, right? Absolutely. Well, what's the actual treatment? So there's a couple of devices out there that, you know, we actually put into the vagina to uh, help tighten the tissue, help, it basically makes the tissue uh, you know, what it was called younger, I would just say it helps with the elasticity of the collagen helps the, you know, the structural support of the tissue. So it holds the bladder in place better, helps with the lubrication, the blood flow, the nerves, the sensitivity, mm-hmm. right? Because we know with childbirth, the canal gets stretched, you know, with menopause, chemotherapy, the tissue can get thinned out because it's not getting the estrogen anymore. It gets drier, it's inflamed, right? So mm-hmm. basically we either, you know, sometimes we, we, we pee basically when we sneeze or laugh or jump and then it's just not as sensitive, right? Like, you know, the vagina kind of relaxes, not as elastic anymore. So sex is like, yeah, you know, we squeeze a 10 pound baby out. It's not going back in, in the way it should be. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and so for me, it was really only incontinence lube. You know, I could bottle my own lube. So lube wasn't an issue. Really sex was an issue. I had a great drive. Right. But mm-hmm. Let me tell you all of that got, was so enhanced after the treatment. So it was mm-hmm. complete icing on the cake, but, I mean, what are those, 8,000 nerve bundles oh, God. In, in your clitoral yeah, region? Double the amount of a guy's penis, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that oh ages gosh. in yes. those kind of, kind of like dormant a little bit. You wake right. those puppies up and you're like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it really did change a, a lot of things for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I saw mm-hmm. so I only went in for the, for the incontinence purpose, but then all these other things were, I was right. being re-stimulated right. and I didn't even know that I had a problem in that area. So think huh. of like how we have lasers for their faces, so all the wrinkles and tightening and scars like that. We're basically the same idea for the inside of the vagina to help the tissue there get healthier. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those are the external devices like Thermiva, Diva, Intimalase. We have a couple of those in the office right now. Um, we also have devices that just really focus on the pelvic floor that are non-invasive. It's like the Mcella, which we love. That's a chair that you sit on that uses the same electromagnetic energy as an MRI. Basically works out your pelvic floor muscles. You're doing the equivalent of 11,000 Kegels, but much stronger than you could ever do on, with yourself. But that does help the blood flow, the nerves. We know it helps with sex because people tell us it does. And, you know, sensitivity, lubrication too, but you're also just supporting the floor of the bladder so you don't pee. Mm-hmm. And that's been very popular too. It's like not scary at all because there's nothing going inside your body. It's a chair that just works you out a little bit, right? Yeah, it is. It's very nice. But the, also the other cool thing is with, like you mentioned, the Diva, Intimalase, Thermiva, you can do an external treatment too. And I remember taking oh, a picture yeah. before and after and my labia it was so beautiful like a pretty little butterfly afterwards mm-hmm. and I was like I wanted to show everybody like look how pretty <laughs> she is <laughs> right yeah because you know people our labia they get stretched out sometimes mm-hmm. they get crinkly they do get darker with age hormones mm-hmm. too with pregnancy and I guess people who don't have any hair down there they, they're more self-conscious of it right mm-hmm. so um like you were saying you want labioplasty because mm-hmm. you in your mind don't like it does your husband comment and no right? no he's never said anything but you see it right Right. I mean, I don't have um, a lot of hair down there, but I do have like a small patch, patch, mm-hmm. but my labia is not covered in hair, so I can see it. It bothers you. There. Okay. Yeah. And you'd feel more confident, more sexy, perhaps, mm-hmm. if you had better labia. Mm-hmm. So we laser it, basically, and it's a very easy procedure. There's no downtime, really. Oh, we have to start wrapping up for this. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When you come back, please, you know, tune in. And we're going to talk more about your vaginas and how we actually rejuvenate them, make them prettier like a flower. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a barometer for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Stay tuned in and turned on to a sexual evolution 
here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now back to Chung Chat. Welcome back to Chung Chat. I'm your host, Dr. Jesse Chung. We're here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. I have with me today, Miss Sarah and Miss Tamara. Today's topic is about rejuvenating your vagina, taking your vajayjay on a vacay to get some refreshment. Uh, we talked about the first and second segment. We do a lot of procedures here in the office that are directed to what we call intimate wellness, not just the vagina, but also your hormones, sometimes your butt, sometimes your labia. Um, our guests shared some of their experiences with the lasers or other procedures we've had done. We talked about some um, labia treatments, right? So we have patients coming in who want a plumper labia, less wrinkly, maybe more bright. We do things to help you texturize the surface or to change the colors. Yeah, I was going to ask about that too, Mm -hmm. because you had mentioned that earlier too, and I never thought really until I was back into aesthetics, the color of... The it skin changes. Darker. It does yeah. get darker. It's yeah. Kind with of friction a, or just with hormones, even with pregnancy, it does get darker. And some people like it. Some people find it alien looking. And mm-hmm. so we can totally brighten that and help the texture. Uh, we talked, we didn't talk about the Osh spot or the G spot at all, but we will because uh, who doesn't like their clitoris? You don't, you don't know if it's as, as happy as it used to be. So. Right. That is correct. Okay. Well, so what happens? So for me, you know, it just takes me a really long time to achieve orgasm. Mm-hmm. Loving every second of it, mm-hmm. but at some point I would like to finish. Right. So I just feel like I'm on the brink. And it's like, oh, we're almost there, almost there. Almost, but okay, almost, there, yeah. okay. and almost there, another five minutes, almost there. And it just gets kind of exhausting. It's in your yes. head. You're like, oh my God, like what if I just, you're, then you're, you're worried and you're anxious, which is not helpful either. Right. So you're on hormone therapy. We both are actually. Right. And so both Tamara and I were both on testosterone replacement therapy. We don't need any estrogen yet because we're still cycling. We know that's helped our libidos a lot. We're not men at all. We're just giving ourselves levels like when we were in our 20s, maybe we kind of felt better. Right. You need testosterone. You need hormone I do. therapy. I need hormone therapy. And I've been very bad about going to get my blood test. You still haven't I haven't. I know. I know. Your husband. Oh my goodness. You need to take time for yourself. I do. I need to take more time for myself, but I know my... Uh, you know your levels are messed up and you're scared I'm going to yell at you. I know. It's going to get better, right? <laughs> so, but yes. Um, but it's like, just like Tam was saying, it, it really does take a long time to orgasm and I don't have a... Um, as much of a lubrication uh, overflow mm-hmm. as Tamara does. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, by the time you're there, it's you're like, there, it's like dry, the Sahara it's desert down there because, and it's, it hurts at well, that yeah. point because it's like, Oh my gosh, right. Please, like, please stop. Okay. Yes. Let's do much for me. Right. So let's talk about, so we do things that help with the sensitivity of the clitoris and the G spot. It's not a mythical unicorn, the G spot. We, we believe it's the, the anterior wall of the vagina, a couple centimeters in a little bit of a spongy tissue area that if you hit it, it feels very sensitive. Right. And so we do things like the, the, the classic O shot and also G shot and G spot amplification. We do either your own platelet rich plasma PRP into the clitoris and the G spot, or we inject things, um, amniotic membrane allograft or, you know, stem cell exosome therapy. We even inject fillers into these areas to just make them bigger temporarily. And people like it. We, we hear the feedback is okay. It's easier to find. It's more sensitive. They're happy. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of fun. Basically we're helping the sensitivity, the sensitive, you know, sensation. Um, we do believe that help making that G spot, you know, a little bit more amplified helps with holding the bladder up. So we think it does help your bladder, which is nice because, you know, it's a nice like two in one kind of a treatment. Um, it makes it easier to find basically for arousal. So your partner's penis may not be hitting that spot because depending on position, it does make it easier. So something to think about once you get your hormones fixed because yes. it's probably the root of all evil, right? So what does that entail, that shot? Is- painful what what yeah it's really not that scary basically you come in we talk about it you know see what the best solution is for whatever problems you're having we do topical numbing cream and it works really well so you know most people don't really 
feel once we start poking. So then we do we do topical numbing. We draw your blood if we're doing your PRP process. It's been it down about ten minutes. In the meantime, we do a little nerve block, a little injection once it's topically numbed that we don't feel anything at all. And then we just inject your platelet-rich plasma into the area, also into your G spot. Um, sometimes we even add filler. It depends on what you're going for. Some people want size and sensitivity, which because it's why not. Um, and then we just say you're probably going to be a little numb there for first couple hours, just because we just put a lot of numbing in. Um, once the numbing wears off, most people notice it's sensitive right then and there because we just injected you, you know, for real long-term results that can take, you know, weeks down the line, but most people notice improvements pretty quickly because mm-hmm. of that intervention we just did. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, you're going to feel sensitive just by itself, right? Yes. Um, okay. I have some patients yeah. who they go home and they tell me, I just couldn't stop touching myself that first day. And they were right. saying, I have to rub it on something. And I'm like, oh, awesome. I'm glad, you know, you're sensitive and waking up again, right? So um, we, that's the classic O-shot. We also do like a similar thing for men's penises. That's called the P-shot, which helps with their sensitivity, you know, their erectile function, helps with the size over time. So men are happy. Now, I know it says G-shot or mm-hmm. it's G-shot or mm-hmm. G-spot, but and this might sound completely stupid, but do all women have the same G-spot? Or is that just what they call it? The G-spot is that? Well, so some people think it doesn't exist. It's like this mythical unicorn. Mm-hmm. But most people will realize, you know, feel like you, you kind of put the, you know, say your index finger, right? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of reach up like if you're lying facing up. Um, if you hit that and the anterior wall of the vagina a little bit of spongy tissue right there that mm-hmm. if you kind of poke at it it's pretty sensitive and okay. so there's a lot of nerve endings running through there connected to the clitoris too and so we have patients so we talk about the difference between a clitoral orgasm and a vaginal one mm-hmm. and we've talked about those in the we office you know and we know yes. that the v- vaginal orgasms are that much more mind-blowing as you would say right because it's a different feeling and I have some patients mm-hmm. who've never had one and we, we, that's their homework is to go and work on that because mm-hmm. it is pretty cool right it's so intense mm-hmm. the difference yeah. absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever had with this, Sarah, because you don't know. Well, I will say, no, I mean, my sex life post kids. Well, my after my youngest son was born, I think Mm -hmm. is when it really all started to to go down. Mm -hmm. So my sex life has not been sad. (laughs) Um, It's just after my my youngest son, who will be eight, Mm -hmm. um, I'd say in the last like four years, my body is just really very sad down there. Oh. I think we should send Steve some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Steve oh, yeah. does need flowers. Oh, Steve. You know, Poor like I, I he really, loves you so much. He does. He does. Right. He's so into you. Yes. That's the thing too. Like I think you gotta 90% of bit. women really want that in their, <laughs> their, their partner. And he's Spying all of that. He's all clawing time, and clawing right? at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. And you're just like, oh, God, like, I'm tired. I don't no, feel thanks. it. Like, right. <laughs> it's not that. I just, you know, my body just isn't but, cooperating. But that's okay because, you know what? We, we look at your hormones, number mm-hmm. one, because what is aging? It's our hormones changing. And we love treating them and optimizing them because they control so much of our lives. You know, right. I mean, I had, I, my hormones were messed up. I was young. I'm young, younger, a little bit younger than you. Mm-hmm. But, um, looking at my numbers from even like when I was 30, I was like, oh, dang, I was not really that great. But, you know, it doesn't really catch up with you until you combine being tired from your kids. And right. Like, you know, just all these things together. It just sucks the yeah. life out of you. So you need to get your labs, number one. I know. You know get that testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, thyroid all back on track, you know. And then we work on, let's say, if we need to, the clitoris and yes. the vagina and the anus and all the areas that are down there that people don't talk about because they don't because we don't know why <laughs> Yes. Right. So, um, you know, we talked about using the Amcella chair. That's for the incontinence and also for, you know, vaginal laxity. Um, well, isn't it mm-hmm. funny, too, where I felt like because I, I just had a intimalaise mm-hmm. not too long ago. Just mm-hmm. one treatment. I do need a couple more. But I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good. Well, yeah, because you weren't but, that bad. It's like a little bit this weekend, too. right? Uh-huh. We're at Mia's birthday party. Oh, yeah. Jumping up and down. And the trampoline was fun. It but was, we're like, oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Running back and forth <laughs> to the bathroom because... I'm like, oh, apparently I do need to sit on that MSL yeah. a little bit more. We were, we were always saying okay. that. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's life keeps on happening, mm-hmm. right? So, like, no matter how much we work on things, things always get better. We're still getting wrinkles, you know. Right, We're still right. you know, decreasing yeah. collagen. Uh, the other, something else we do is called Femi Wave. That is sort of like Gaines Wave, acoustical shockwave therapy. Again, not scary at all. Using the diffused energy of pulse waves to get stem cells recruit, recruiting, growing nerves and blood vessels. We do it for men, too. We do love the anal rejuvenation. We're probably not 
not talk about that today as much, but, you know, for men and women, you know, it's all good. So uh, let's talk about, let's see, we talked about, um, you know, you talked about labiaplasty. Did you Google labiaplasty? You're just going to know that's terminology for making your labia. I Googled it. Okay. Because you're like, I don't like my labia or like labia, big labia. I mean, that's a common term. I I Googled like... uh, discolored labia and um like plumper labia because it's not like honestly it's not like hanging down between my legs but it's you know it's larger than what it used to be and it's not you worry about the camel toe basically right right, well or bathing suits or wearing our thongs and things hanging over yeah I I really am like it's it's more for me it's more for my my peace of mind and um I, uh, so I would Steve just like it has to be, never Steve said has never said anything. anything. He's like, like, I want you, I want you. He's really you. great. My husband is really great about, um, you know, just giving me sexual confidence. And, you know, we've always really had a great sex life. Mm-hmm. And just in the last four years, my it's it's really me, like my sexual confidence um, and just my drive has gone down. Um and his so. too, a little bit, right? He said it's a little different than it used to be. I mean, it's still oh, very yeah. high, but yeah. you said, okay, we should work on your hormones. Too. Well, I mean, we're both getting older and, you know, there's a lot going on. And mm-hmm. so we both, it's something we both have to work on, but, you know, me more so than my husband. So so I, I want to mention the discolored mm-hmm. labia again, too, because mm-hmm. I think that's pretty big. It's, it's everyone, and nobody yeah. talks about that. No, right. right? Why is and, that? You know, I don't know. It's, 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 it's weird sounding. Well, I think it's it's kind of embarrassing it is well you know like after you know when you're pregnant not everyone knows but when you're pregnant your nipples get darker mm-hmm. you get the little line down your belly right all the hormones yes and then they pop back to a normal color well my labia got darker darker and it never, never. popped back <laughs> to a normal color okay. yeah. are we so, able to use like hq like hydroquinone yes yes like, yeah just so like cream? there are creams you can do with that brightening little, cream down so there? the problem with hydroquinone how that works it's a it's a it's a chemical topical lightener that we use in a lot of bleaching agents that prevents your skin from getting darker but it actually doesn't really help the existing pigment. So what we do is either peeling or lasers or creams that kind of make your skin cycle faster, you know. Mm-hmm. So HQ alone could take months because it's your own skin cycling to, you know, get rid of the pigment while right. suppressing okay. new. Sounds really nerdy, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, there are topicals you can do. We do actually a lot of lasers down there, you know, genital lightening or, you know, lightening anywhere in these body folds. And they actually are quite successful. Most people aren't tanning their genitalia, right? So which is not I do idea. not tan my, right? no. my so, vagina. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the day you did. You, yeah, yes, I did. You did. You went. I did. did. You didn't ever go on, in the tanning. Ever gone? I've tanning. never gone tanning salon. No, no. That's why my skin's pretty awesome. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you went in. Nude. So you guys went naked in those tanning. Yeah. I was a college cheerleader. I tanned oh, constantly. Okay. So oh, <laughs> that's all her wrinkles and crinkles, right? Yeah. So, so I actually have patients who come in who want their labia plumper, and we actually do fillers in that area. So it sounds really weird, but hey, if we could put fillers into men's penises, which we do quite often, you could put filler in the labia because for some people that's what they want to see if it makes them happy it's all good i say as long as it's safe and it is a very safe procedure to do plumping the labia with lasers and or fillers um you know what about deep puffing deep puffing so deep puffing i feel like deep puffing under my eye bags like my mom's pubis area okay um so that's a little collection you know sometimes with like little fat for reproduction like we you know we think okay we got to go real quick uh, really soon but you know for having babies we actually store some fat down there for having sex too because when the pubic bones when they bang against each other it's actually you know it's like a lot of like a pillow it's it's a little pillow for having sex so it's not bad to have them too much but if you don't like it we could we'll talk about when we get back we'll talk about the mons pubis the mound of venus actually that's the back of me when we return so thanks for listening we'll be right back with a little quick break have you checked out the sexy lifestyle network this is where people who want to know go it's an online hub of knowledge, experience, products, and services that cater to this active lifestyle. We've got information and education about adults-only resorts, everything for your sexy lifestyle, and of course, some great talk programs. Join the experts, guests, and unfiltered talk on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Visit thesexylifestyle.com for more information and to unlock the network. That's thesexylifestyle.com. How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. 
All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. You are listening to Chung Chat. To reach Dr. Jesse Chung with a question or comment, call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to hello at drchungderm.com. Now, back to Chung Chat. Welcome back to the Chung Chat. I am Dr. Jesse Chung, your host. I have with me Miss Sarah and Miss Tamara. We're chatting about our vaginas, taking them on a vacation for rejuvenation, confidence, and everything in between. So just before we left for a break, we're talking about the mons pubis, which is that little mound or pubic bone area. Tamara was saying how she didn't like hers because a little bit of a squishy trampoline area. Yeah, just when you wear a tight dress, I feel like I look you like get I have like a, yeah, a like a package down there. That's kind of cool. Did you notice that before pregnancy, after? words like when did we start to um I really noticed that after I had my hysterectomy oh yeah huh so they said it was just going to be swelling okay um uh, yeah that didn't go is it like fat squishy tissue kind of yeah okay and so we're kind of saying how for some people it's evolutionary maybe to have some you know padding so that when you when you have sex you know in that position because you're smushing inside the area it's it's a protective you know almost barrier but if you don't like the way it looks we could either melt it with a laser we melt fat with lasers or we can inject it with something called kybella which dissolves fat on contact um for men we actually liposuction it out for men sometimes because it makes their penis look larger when you don't have a little mound covering oh, it oh interesting um yes. and so when, we, when you liposuction out we actually put it back into their penises it's called a fat transfer which is kind of fun so you're taking the fat you don't want to have and putting it in areas to make your package look larger men seem to like that a lot that's pretty awesome as a filler because most men have enough there to donate to their penises <laughs> you know so for females if you don't like it we just you know we melt it with lasers we cool sculpt it we inject it away um you know because most people i mean you could do like suction there but it's so tiny it's so easy to get rid of the fat there right okay yeah, yeah so now i do know them. there's yes. never any dumb questions here because no. people need to know take it out <laughs> yeah no right? yeah you just have to ask oh sure yeah so it's true yeah. So let's talk about our sexual confidence. You don't know if you're as confident as you used to be. Number well, no. I mean, I don't. That's true. Like, I just want to, as far as like sexual confidence goes. Um, you know, I really, my husband really puts a lot of it there for me. Like he's, he's really great. Like he's always like, Oh, Sarah, you're so beautiful. You're so sexy. Mm-hmm. Take your clothes off. Mm-hmm. I'll take them off for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here, right? Um, yes. You know, so so you feel like he loves you and he loves your body, but right. Yourself, you- but as far as um, you know, my own mm-hmm. confidence goes, um, just in that area, I I would like to make some changes because you know I, I would like you. to I yeah I would like to be a little more confident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now for him, um, he's happy. We so most guys are just happy if you're naked. Right? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. Steve's like happier than a clam. <laughs> yeah. No. So do you ever so, initiate sex? That's the question. No. Nine times out of ten, no. Right. Okay. I mean, maybe if I've had a couple cocktails okay. and a um, frisky. right, but mm-hmm. most times no. And it's interesting because the guys you've talked to the past couple of weeks, they love it when their girls initiate mm-hmm. sex. You know, they'll go, Oh my god, she thinks I'm hot, she's taking charge. Right. So something for you to think about when you go home. Because- it is, and it's not that I'm not attracted to him because I, I think he's absolutely so attractive, mm-hmm. but this is not the top of your mind. Right, it really home. isn't. You got like, see other kids are doing it. We'll see what's going on for dinner. Or, like, mm-hmm. I just phone calls. But, you know, we can't forget about having this intimacy in a relationship because right. it, it affects, like, everything, right? And that's why we're so passionate about this stuff because that mm-hmm. makes the world go around. I mean, yeah. right, so. Right, and if you are feeling more confident in those areas, you will initiate. Mm-hmm. It's just like anything. True. Like, if you lose a little bit of weight or you're feeling really good in your clothes, then, mm-hmm. right, then you, you just uh, want to share that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had talked to one of our patients a couple weeks ago, and that's one thing she said. She had one treatment with the Diva laser, and she said, I just felt 
like I had so much more energy and I, I was waiting to hear about the incontinence yeah, or the lube. It was mm-hmm. completely about how she felt. Like she just like, I feel so much more healthy. And I was like, healthy. And she said, yeah, I feel healthier. I think because I was, all of this was kind of really dragging me down and I just feel so much better about mm-hmm. it that I'm, I'm healthier and I'm more confident and I just feel really good. And so that was really nice to hear. That's yeah. Awesome. Right? yeah, It's like all that repressed, you know, hostility at your own body parts, you know, can you Well, imagine? maybe we don't even really, you, yeah. you deal with it for so long, you don't really know how much you're even suppressing at that mm-hmm. point, right? Mm-hmm. So that when you do get it taken care of, you feel that much better. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, hey, changing lives one day at a time. Sarah, we are definitely about to change your life. There's too much going on over there. Because we, we know for men, their penis is pretty connected to their ego and their love, their confidence, right? And how they feel with their performance. We know that, you know, studies show people who are self-conscious about their bodies, they tend to engage in riskier sexual behaviors because they're less likely to advocate for themselves in bed. So having a partner who loves you, celebrates your body mm-hmm. like your husband, Steve, that can really boost your sexual desire and your satisfaction orgasms but yours you have more you know functional issues beyond that with right. and things <laughs> like that so you know how we feel about our private parts does follow that same trend uh there's a study in indiana university published in the september issue the international journal of sexual health found that women who felt more positive about their genitals found it easier to orgasm so maybe that might be part of your issue too because you don't love your labia but you know i mean you know your husband doesn't seem to mind it's really not that bad so maybe that's holding you back from enjoying your sex do you think um, I think sometimes um, there's, you know, I have, we could be having sex and I have other things literally on my mind Uh-oh. besides. I got to get this yeah. done. I right. Gotta, I have there's this to do tomorrow does morning. Does Steve know when you're not paying attention? Sometimes, but most of the time I would say. Don't you think that's probably the majority of women, right? Though, mm-hmm. because we're right. just, we're multitasking so much. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for us to be in the moment. It's just kind it of is. sad, you know? It's very sad. Uh-huh. And we talked about a study a few weeks ago. How long is, how long would you want your sexual encounter to be? Do you mm-hmm. want like, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes? Guys wanted, you know, 10 minutes of foreplay, 10 minutes of intercourse. Is that too long? I mean, dude, we're busy right now. <laughs> but do you also think that a lot of the, the hormonal issues that we're having are are going into play with that. So if you're not feeling as stimulated as you should down there, mm-hmm. that that's why your mind, mind's able to wander. Maybe right. because you're not enjoying you're not it. as into it. Right. Huh. So does this having like a couple cocktails that help you get you're more focused, do you think? It, well, it helps me, obviously, you know, it, it's not so much my inhibition because, you know, Steve, I'm so comfortable with my husband. We've been together, you know, a long time. So it's not a, um, you know, a comfort level. It's just, you know... I, I'm not able to think about what's going on, you know, in the house or, you know, everything else that's happening outside the four walls of my house, um, you know, what I have to do tomorrow. And this is probably so different from when you were in the honeymoon phase when mm-hmm. you guys were just dating, right? Because like sex was pretty important and you right. were pretty focused. So what is it that happens in our brains, do we think? You know, is it aging? Is it our bodies being different that feeds into the cycle? You know, is it our hormones? Like it's probably a little bit of everything. What do yeah. you think, Tam, yeah. in your experience? Well, you know, it's, one, it's funny because I used to remember... I was so tired, right? Mm-hmm. Kids are just exhausted. Yeah. So that's your excuse. But then once we'd get started, I would think, why am I so tired? Because I love this. <laughs> yeah. Right? right? So that's once true. you started getting into it, you're uh, like, your oh brain, your body remembers yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, the endorphins. What is my right? problem? Like, right. And then I would say, like, just don't ever give up on me. If I say no, just keep, keep, mm-hmm. keep tapping me on <laughs> so the shoulder. So no doesn't mean yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you right. know what I mean. Right. I mean, well, yeah. so when you say, when, when I say I'm like so it, tired, mm-hmm. like once you start, you know, getting into it, then mm-hmm. you get past that. And mm-hmm. it's so enjoyable. But it's really hard, I think, especially when you have young kids and you're mm-hmm. all over the place. I mean, I'm lucky now because my kids are older, but I remember those days. I was like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, yeah. I worked a full day. We had baseball practice. We made dinner. We went for a walk. We, you know, I'm doing laundry. I'm just exhausted. Yeah. We're right. done, you know? Right. It's the last thing I want to do. And then, like you said, if you know it's going to last like a half an hour, like, I feel like dude, yeah, five minutes. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like three minutes, you know, <laughs> or your kids are that. walking in on you. Oh, oh that's bad, bad too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's enjoyable. Well, that's, that's, that's you can't really be yourself right? while you're, you know, right. quiet. <laughs> the kid's like, why is mommy making noises? Yeah. Like, why is the door locked, Molly? Daddy What's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it's true. So, but now that your kids are older, I mean, but you're also, you mean, divorced, I mean, you're dating, you know, is, how do you feel? I mean, is it still a time issue? You know, because you do like some. Oh, so that's another issue, right? Because 
for the longest time, you know, I have kids at home. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of sex in my car. Like oh I turned into goodness. like a teenager again, because where do you go? I wasn't bringing guys home, guys kids home, around, right. you know, and I wasn't letting men sleep over at my house either. Even if I dated for the mm-hmm. long time, I really wanted to set a good example for my children. Yeah. You're responsible. Um, so <laughs> when you're dating someone and like I dated someone for a long time, he lived far from me. So mm-hmm. we would meet and then I was like, oh, oh where are we going to do it? <laughs> so that was, yeah. I mean, that was really fun, you know? Right, sex. It's like high school, though. Yeah, but it was, you know, for a while it was pretty exciting. But at the same time, yeah, you you kind of outgrow that. Okay. Um. So do you pay your chiropractic bills? Like (laughs) maybe maybe that's why I'm always so (laughs) (laughs) right. But at that point, the kids were old. You had time. You weren't as tired. So do you think your sex life came back because of that, or because you're just dating? Maybe. So I mean, I never really. We never really had sex issues I know a lot of people and even men that I meet they're divorced like mm-hmm. oh yeah we didn't have sex for six months that was really never our case mm-hmm. um, we had a very healthy sex life uh, so I mean that's, that's really never been an issue for me mm-hmm. okay so everything I've done though like hormone therapy and even you know Thermiva and, and the Diva I mean it's just completely enhanced my yeah. sex life yeah. sure because it always got better right absolutely <laughs> Mm-hmm. And your kids are young. My kids are young. You know, it's like we got to lock the door. You got to stay quiet. It does kind of impede the enjoyment a little bit, right? But I guess, you know, it'll get better. It's going to get better at this point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm a high schooler who roams the house like at oh, no. two in the morning. So, well, true, right. Too. So, yeah, you got to be careful. Right. Mm-hmm. Every kids ever caught you guys? Yes. My son um, has opened the door and oh. climbed into bed with us because he, doesn't, you know, doesn't he know what's going on. Doesn't know what's going on. So, and he's climbed into bed while we were naked. So that was extremely traumatizing for myself. But your, your, your son was probably fine with it because he was like, whatever. He didn't know. He did it. It was, it was yeah. interesting. Did you guys talk about it at all? Oh, God, no? no. He's very innocent. Absolutely not. Okay. What about you, Tell Your kids ever, um, no, they're older now, but. They're older. I don't think day. they've ever caught us. Not that I know of. I've mm-hmm. only, I, I will say this. This is pretty embarrassing, but I'm just going to share anyway. When Joey was three, he did find a toy underneath the bed. <laughs> okay. And he was like, Mommy. There's a penis under the bed. Well, he said the penis. He knew the word penis. After and I was like, really good. Joey, go get mommy a glass of water. And he like ran out of the room, right? Uh-huh. And then I was like, Kevin, oh my, do with this, right? Okay. I mean, but hey, I'm mortified. But, but you know, I think we should have these conversations earlier in life, right? Because, you know, I mean, maybe three is a little bit old. Well, too young yeah, we that, put that but, in the drum. We never you know, talked about it again. Because we have patients coming in who they've grown up in households where very religious sex was like such a bad thing to even talk about. So taboo. They don't have that sexual confidence because in their mind, they hear, you know, mm-hmm. their mom's back of their heads, you know, oh my God, sex is so bad. You can mm-hmm. go to hell if you have it and stuff like that. We're, we're actually working through a lot of some of these issues with our patients nowadays. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a whole other issue that, you know, to get into. I'm not a sex therapist in that matter, but we have people telling us that, yeah, in their minds, like, it, it, it's troubling them and they can't get their orgasms because mm-hmm. they're like, oh my God, sex is so bad. They can't enjoy it. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, everything, right? We talked about when we're little girls, we don't call it a vagina. We don't mm-hmm. call it a penis. Mm-hmm. I've always been very open in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't be embarrassed of your no. sexuality and your private parts. And I was doing it more from the aspect of if anything ever happened, I wanted them to be able to verbalize to that, right? right words, and say the right yeah. terms or whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're just different in, in America, right? We are yeah. more taboo. We're so, like, yeah. There's, mm-hmm. It's sad. Like, I haven't told my kids about sex yet. Like, they don't know where a baby really comes from. Mm-hmm. They think you have to have a mommy and daddy to, like, have a kid. But, you know, I don't know how old. How old were, how many, have you talked to your kids about that yet? I do. Um, especially, well, my eldest. Um, you know, I don't want her to hear from her friends what, you know, her friends just are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't want them to, um, you know to be telling things that are not correct. Okay. Um, things that I learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I right. thought a blowjob in high school was just blowing on someone's penis. So. Right. We didn't know a boner. What was a boner? You thought mm-hmm. it was like a thing. People laugh because like, we didn't know. Right. right. It's kind of sad. So, so like why are women not going to their ob gynies about their vaginas? You know, if they're not feeling positive about their vaginas, like, they should be seeing their doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, we have elderly patients who come in and their doctor telling them, gee, well, you're old. You shouldn't, you're not really having sex, are you? But they are. And so we're trying to really help with that. We talk about, you know, confidence and sexy. What does that mean to, to you? To you? I mean, that little thought or mantra that we have. Oh, uh, just that. Like, I mean, the more, con- like I said, if you wear a dress and you're feeling confident, you're feeling very sexy. And, but again, too, it's not just about externally, it's internally too, because you can feel beautiful. But like I said, the second I would sneeze and I had a little bit of urine dribble, really how sexy was I? It took right. 
all of my beauty away. So all of that has to connect. You know, it, it really mm-hmm. does. You mm-hmm. have to connect all of the dots for me to feel right. very, very confident and sexy. Because we can be doing Botox and fillers all day for the external. But if you don't feel great on the inside, what have we really done? The right. other if day you're not you having good sexual relations with your partners and um, yeah, all of that. Really, really, it's the inner and the outer that have to meet. Are you running on time now? So thank you for joining us today. Uh, our chatting doesn't have to end now. You can talk to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dr. Chung Derm. Let's talk again next Wednesday. Don't forget, confidence is sexy. Take control of your sexual health. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for joining Dr. Jesse Chung this week for Chung Chat. The show can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. We'll chat again soon. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.